And we want to take just a few minutes this morning again with our kids to kind of continue to help them to better understand the storyline of the Bible. You know, for many of us as adults, we're still in the process of coming to know what the Bible is all about and to understand it's, it's all about one thing. It's about Jesus all throughout the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. And we're just continuing with our young people, retelling some of the great stories of the Bible and helping them to see that the main character of it is Jesus. And so over the last couple of weeks, our focus has been on a man after God's own heart. And who is that character from the Old Testament? David, a man who unexpectedly was marked by God to be the king of his people. He didn't fit the mold. He wasn't big and strong and mighty and a warrior. He was actually a little kid, not a lot of muscles, not a lot, no military experience. But he was a man after God's own heart to lead the people of God. And last week, we thought about the story of David and Goliath, how this little boy went up against a 10-foot giant named Goliath an undefeated foe, and David beat him. Not because of how great David was, but it was David's God who gave him the victory through the, the slingshot and the stone that hit Goliath right in the forehead. And we saw that even that is a picture, not of how great David is, but just as David defeated an undefeated foe. It's a picture of Christ, who also came to defeat an undefeated foe. Somebody we've never been able to beat, sin. Our sin. We can't do anything but sin. It's who we are ever since Genesis 3. But for those who are in Christ Jesus, when he came and lived the life we should have lived, did Jesus ever sin? Not once. Never one time in deed, in action, in thought, in tongue. Some of us who can't control our tongues, can you believe Jesus never once lost control of his tongue? Some of us who can't control our thoughts, he never once lost control of his thoughts. Sin tempted him at every corner. And it was undefeated against us, but against Christ, he defeated it. So David is picturing for us Jesus Christ. And this morning we continue the story about David, the shepherd boy. Now listen to this. David was a shepherd. What does a shepherd do? Gage. Perfect. Man, that's a great answer. He keeps the sheep. He numbers them. He keeps them well and healthy. He knows them all. And if one goes away, he knows it, right? Because he knows them. That's a, that's a great answer. Well, David was one of those. David was a shepherd. But when God looked at him, God saw a king. And sure enough, when David grew up, that's just what he became. He became a king. And David was a great king because, here's what, what made him so great, he had a heart like God's heart. Now, that didn't mean David was perfect because David actually did some terrible things. Can anybody tell me something terrible that David did? Yes, sir. He did. He did. He, he, he killed Goliath. And then later on, this was even worse. He killed another man. He just, just flat out killed him. Yeah, in those moments when he sinned, he was disobeying God's heart. So David was not a perfect man by any means. In fact, David actually made a big mess of his life. But God can take even the biggest mess and make it work according to his plan. I need a new heart, Lord, 
David prayed. Because mine is full of sin. Make me clean inside. Now let me pause there for just a minute because that's going to factor into something we're going to look at later this morning in John's gospel. David realized his heart was a mess. And so he prayed to who? To God. And he said, God, my heart is a mess. I need you to give me a clean heart, a new heart, a heart for you. And listen to this. God heard David's prayer. He forgave David's sins and he made David a promise. He said, I will make you great, David. And one day a king will be born into your family and he's going to heal the whole world of their sin problem. Who do you think that king is? Jesus. That's right. Well, so we know David was a shepherd and we know David was a king. Here's something else about David. Did you know he was a songwriter too? He wrote songs. In fact, his songs were so good, there may have been in, they may have been in the top 40 charts, if they'd been invented then. David's songs, though, are like prayers. They're called psalms. And one of his psalms is called the Song of the Shepherd. And it goes like this. God is my shepherd, and I am his little lamb. He feeds me. He guides me. God looks after me. And I have everything I need because of God. Inside my heart is very quiet. As quiet as lying still in soft green grass. You ever lay down in the grass at night when the sun's going down? It's soft. You just lay there. It's just peaceful. That's what David's saying his heart is like. He's saying because of God, that's how I feel all the time. Even when I walk through the dark, scary, lonely places, I'm not going to be afraid. Because my shepherd, God, knows where I am. He's here with me. He keeps me safe. He rescues me. He makes me strong and he makes me brave. And he is getting wonderful things ready for me. Everything I could ever dream of. He fills my heart so full of happiness. I can't hold it all inside. Wherever I go, David sings. God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love goes with me too. So God gave David that song to sing to his people because he wanted his people to know that song, that God is their shepherd, that wherever they go, he's with them. Whatever they need, he will provide. He is everything. And that song is actually Psalm chapter 23. I hope some of our big kids recognize that. It was a little bit different. But Psalm chapter 23, it's a song that God gave to his people so they would have confidence in God no matter what they went through. And in fact, one day, God was going to do something that would inspire thousands upon thousands of new songs. God was going to show his people once and for all just how much he loved them. So when these songs, he was telling them he loved them, one day he's going to show them. And you know what he did one day to show his people how much he loved them? He gave them all stuff that they needed. Absolutely, that's a great answer. And you know the, all the stuff they needed, you know what it was? It was really one thing, Jesus. They Jesus Christ, his son. And he actually gave his son to live the life that David should have lived. And not just David, I should have lived because I'm a sinner too. God gave Jesus to live the life we should have lived. And because the wages of our sin is death, God gave Jesus to die the death we deserve to die. I deserve to die because of my sins. 
But God sent his son into the world to die for me so that God punished Jesus in my place. He's saying, Jake, this is how much I love you. I'm going to punish my son instead of you so that your sins will be forgiven. And Jesus is that other shepherd who's coming. The shepherd who's going to come and lead us to God, his sheep. And the song we're about to sing is just about that song. It's about the blood of Jesus who came and, and did everything that was necessary, that our sins might be forgiven, that we might be reconciled to God, that might, we might be returned to God. Like Gage told us about a shepherd, when a sheep goes astray, the shepherd knows. And the shepherd goes and brings him back home. Well, we were made for God. Home is with God. And we have gone astray, and God sends his shepherd, Jesus Christ, to bring us back home to God.